in 2005. Then-Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger wanted to make changes to California's teacher tenure, increasing the time to achieve tenure from two to five years. He also proposed that teacher pay be based on merit, not length of tenure, and that continued employment be tied instead to performance, and not, as he put it, to just showing up. He called the system an educational disaster. Our education system, he said, is in desperate need of reform with the current tenure system locking problem teachers into our schools and making it nearly impossible for principals to make employment decisions based on the needs of students. Proponents have their reasons for supporting tenure. Lily Eccleston Garcia, president of the National Education Association, explains, these policies don't prevent bad teachers from being fired. They prevent good teachers from being fired for bad reasons. This topic of teacher tenure remains a contentious one, and today we delve into its history, why it's so hard to fire a bad teacher, and what are the benefits and problems associated with tenure. Of course, <laughs> it's not all seriousness, uh, not when Jen and Sharon have opinions. So grab a seat at the table in the virtual teacher's lounge and see if you agree with us about what to do about teacher tenure. Hi. How are you today? <laughs> Ooh, John. <laughs> Ooh, it's been a day, that's for sure. Well, hopefully we can end it better than we started it, but here we are. Thanks for coming and joining us here at Transparency in Teaching, where you can get honest conversations about what's really going on in school, if you only knew. <laughs> uh, today, we're going to be talking um, about tenure. Uh, that very controversial seemingly topic that is uh, haunting, I think, teachers, a lot of us. And um, also the general public seems to have an issue with it as well. So today we're going to get into a little bit of the history of tenure and talk a little bit after that about, you know, why is it so hard to uh, fire a teacher? What's going on with that? What's up with that tenure thing? And then we've got some pros and cons um, to analyze. So, you ready? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Everybody good? Oh, oh All right. Well, here's, you know, tenure's been around forever. We all have it. We've all are glad we have it, I think. Oh, yeah. as, as far as you are as a, as a teacher, it's something that you work for and you kind of wait with bated breath until you've made that, that uh, transition from new teacher to tenured teacher. You know, where did tenure start? How did that even come about? And it actually started way back in 1885 uh, with the National Education Association, which I was like the NEA. Yeah. I did not know it was that Me old. neither. You know, I did not know. Anyways, they issued a report that was advocating for public school teachers to receive tenure to protect them against like political favoritism when, um, you know, parties would change and discrimination based on gender and race. Um, were also reasons that teachers could be let go. Like didn't didn't like didn't like uh, women get like booted because they were out on dates late at night and <laughs> wore dresses instead of Ooh, pants and bluesy. I like no it. wore pants instead I'm of dresses. I'm sorry, pants instead of dresses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if they got married, goodbye. Oh, if they got bad. pregnant. Oh, yeah. pregnant. Oh, Forget pregnant. Yeah. You lose your job if you're pregnant. Yes, 
Yeah, that's true. In 1909, New Jersey was the first state to pass a comprehensive K-12 tenure law. Go Jersey. Yeah, yeah go Jersey. Then during the Great Depression, uh, when jobs were really scarce, uh, women teachers, this is what you were referring to here, uh, Sharon, women teachers were often fired once they got married. So it was, I think that's sort of weird. Don't you? It, it seems like it should be the other way around. If you're single, you can't teach. And if you're married, you can. But I guess they figured that women need to stay home and have babies and take care of their husbands. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, about one third of the, of the large cities in 1930 actually had laws that prohibited marriage for female teachers that is crazy 34 state isn't that crazy it is <laughs> yeah, funny that's not that long ago that's less than 100 years ago uh, yeah 1930 like, what do you right? think what it's going to be like in another hundred you don't get a and wedding ring and you don't get a <laughs> wedding ring and you don't get a wedding ring yeah they're gonna look back at us and go i can't believe they treated the teachers like this man that's crazy hopefully and in yeah. 34 states that had tenure, <laughs> female teachers were protected in 34 of the states. So there was some of that. Now, after the Great Depression, that's when teachers are like, we want unions. And they started to organize in order to receive funding and, and job protections. And by 1940, 70% of the K-12 public school teachers had job protections. By the mid-50s, that number had grown to almost um, 80%. Now, all of that was going along great until Ronald Reagan came along and he issued a report on the education system in the United States. And that was in 1983. It was called A Nation at Risk. And that report prompted the states to start looking into reforming tenure and strengthening the educational standards and increasing the use of standardized testing because um, the report seemed to show that uh, you know, schools were being are mediocre and maybe the teachers were the ones that needed to get uh, trained better. So it just kind of started a whole firestorm. In 1985, the Illinois State Board of Education had <laughs> was showing that only um, three tenured teachers were dismissed on average per year. But when they when that report came out from Illinois, um, that got a whole thing started on people wanting to change uh, what's going on with tenure. Um, in 2000, the governor of Georgia, uh, Roy Barnes, who happened to be a Democrat, he pushed a law. He pushed a law through um, that was basically trying to eliminate tenure for new teachers. Well, um, unfortunately, that pissed off the teachers' unions and the teachers so mm -hmm. badly that they did not support him when he was up for re-election which was interesting because the person who replaced him ended up being the first Republican governor since 1832. So those Georgia people were really, really pissed off. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Don't mess Don't with your mess teachers. Don't mess with Georgia. Union, right? Yeah, or the NEA and the whatever else there is. NWA. Um, hey, some uh, the similar things happened here in California with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, got to get governor. pumped. Governor. Well, he, he was trying to pump up the excuse to get rid of tenure. So in 2005, there was a ballot issue. I don't know if you remember, it was called Prop uh, 74. And it was to try to extend the number of years it took for a person to achieve tenure. So it was two and they wanted to increase it to five, um, five years and before you could get tenure. Well, in response to that, 
the California Teachers Association went like a little cuckoo and they raised everybody's uh, fees to $60, all the, all the union dues to $60 um, because they wanted to raise enough money to fight it. So they raised about $50 million from that to fight against uh, Prop 74 and it did end up failing and, and when it did come up for a vote. Um, 2008 in District of Columbia, another push to end tenure um, came when the district offered teachers uh, the opportunity to earn up to $130,000 a year based on student performance. So they would, they would be able to get that if they gave up tenure. And then that $130,000 would be tied to how well their students did on testing. So student performance would indicate how much money you would be paid. Um, well, the union was really mad about that and they wouldn't even let the, the teachers vote on that when it actually came up on the um, district ballots. So 19, uh, 2009, Obama started in on it too with a program called Race to the Top. And that was a $4.35 billion uh, grants that they would give to schools. And it was like, quote, unquote, uh, to encourage and steward states that are creating the conditions for education, innovation, and reform. Now, one of the conditions for getting that money um, was that they had to take into account student achievements on tests when they evaluated their teachers. And they would have to have plans in place for how they would remove ineffective tenured teachers and untenured teachers. So basically in order to get that money, you had to agree to judge and evaluate teachers based on test scores. That was part of that. I didn't like that. I remember oh, when yeah, that was people being were tossed pissed at yeah, that. But I mean, but I mean, even just like, remember, I don't, how do they compare test scores? They look at your kids and they look at your kids that you had last year. And that's not even a freaking comparison. Yeah, how can you compare like, that? Like that, like that is a huge problem with this. If you want to look at achievement, then you need to look at this kid this year and this kid the next year and see how they went up. I mean, it's, it's just ridiculous the way that it's been evaluated. If you're going to do that, you have to actually test them at the beginning of the school mm -hmm. year. And then give them the exact same test at the end of the school year and see if there was any yeah. difference in that. And then you have to hope that the kids weren't absent or that they didn't move and that you'd have, you don't have new kids in there that are getting tested because that didn't take the initial test. I don't so know many how you factors. Do that. It is so many factors. Um, in 2009, Colorado and Ohio removed or extended the time it took to get tenure. In 2010, an, a movie was released called Waiting for Superman. And that was another one that got uh, people riled up about tenure because it showed um, how there was a lot of teachers who were being disciplined, but they weren't being fired. And they set up this thing called rubber mm -hmm. rooms where these disciplined teachers would just go and sit kind of like being in administrative leave make, and still make money. Yep. While just sitting there doing crossword puzzles. 
other states went into, you know, continue with the attempt to try to get rid of, te uh, of uh, tenure. Now, do you remember when I told you about that one district that offered um, teachers $130,000 uh -huh. if they would allow themselves to be judged on performance? Well, it came up again in DC in 2010. And this time the district let the teachers vote and believe it or not, 80% of the teachers voted in favor of this proposition in order, you know, hey, let me make more money, yeah. you know, based on the kids, we'll give up tenure. Well, that following month, the superintendent of that district actually ended up firing 241 <laughs> teachers and placed 737 teachers on notice for being minimally effective. So I wonder how they felt after they voted for that. When you go back and you look at uh, the Chicago report, remember they had in their whole entire district, they only had like three out of the whole district that had been let go. It is a really pretty rare thing actually for a teacher to get. Yes, it fired. is. You don't really hear about it. It makes the news. Yeah, I understand, whenever I, yeah, it I understand that. But again, that's most people, I mean, especially with the places with, I'm sorry, especially with the systems that are in place, you know, you're going to get fired. Okay. So why would you stay to get fired? You don't, you resign. That's what they you all do. You resign. Yeah. So, I mean, that right. happens in so many jobs, you know, you're going to get fired. So you leave so you can get a different job. Those people obviously did not resign. <laughs> they got fired. <laughs> so in 2011, there were 18 states that began making moves to modify or remove tenure at that point. So that's just kind of a brief history of tenure with the major major points from that, uh, what's gone on there. So uh, the battle is still going on though. There is still a great big push to try to remove teacher tenure. And um, the public seems to be for it. And um, the governors and uh, politicians in the states seem to be for it. And I think the only people who are really fighting for it are the teachers and the, the teachers unions, unions yeah. at, at this point. So what do you say we take a little break here? And then when we come back, Jen is going to tell us why it's so hard to fire a teacher. <laughs> Okay, so we just finished talking about the history, a little bit of background on that. So um, obviously the big, the big problem with tenure is when you have a crappy teacher, and yes, they do exist, I'm not ignorant. <laughs> We've had them. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we got stressed. <laughs> I think, I don't think there's a, a teacher out there that can't think of a teacher that should not like, be teaching. How the hell there's, does this teacher still plenty. have their job? What is going on? Oh, well, we know how. Yeah, we do. Right? So how is that possible, Jen? Well, what, I what mean, right, it, it, the, your first factor, I think, that leads to your second factor is is time, right? It could take anywhere it, it could take up to 10 years to actually remove a teacher. Now let's, let's talk about the money accrued over that 10 years. Um, by the time that you go through the process of, you know, the administrators doing their evaluations and the paperwork, um, 
and and the time. I mean, just in California alone, you're looking at like up to four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I love I love this quote by um, Dr. Deasy. He is uh, he's the Los Angeles Unified School Superintendent. He says the average cost of dismissal for just one ineffective teacher is equivalent to six teachers that have that could have been brought into lower class sizes. Like what a way six teachers, 200 laptops, 5000 books. So first of all, I think the cost it's 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 so expensive to to remove a teacher after, you know, legal fees. Why? But why is it expensive? Is it what what does that have to do with? Hold on real quick. I just shut my tab. (laughs) (laughs) what am i doing i'm shutting tabs i'm like i'm done so okay so why is it so expensive because um right it's 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 a long process it's a really long process here's here's something else that i read about that process let's talk about the process for a second a study by the new teacher project found that 81 percent of school administrators knew a poorly performing tenure teacher at their school but 86% of those administrators said that most of the time they do not pursue guys. I'm having a day here. I can't freaking talk. (laughs) A piece of of my tongue's missing today. I don't even know what's happening. (laughs) Jesus. Left it at sight face. Yeah. Oh, my brain has popped out of my oozed out of my ear and my eyeballs for the day. Okay. 86% of those administrators said that they did not usually pursue dismissal of those teachers because of the costly and time-consuming process. A 2018 survey by the New York State School Board Association found that over one-third of school districts declined to pursue dismissal of poorly performing tenure teachers because of the costly and cumbersome process. So evaluations, right? Uh, And I, I guess, you know, it just depends on your district how many um, evaluations you're admin does with the teacher that's obviously not performing up to standards and then there's the whole paper trail that exists after that and then teachers at that point can um that are you know accused of incompetence or wrongdoing they can report to reassignment centers while basically while their case is being investigated um That's what you were referring to earlier, right? As rubber rooms and they get paid. They get paid to sit and and do nothing. Administrative leave. Yeah, yeah. Administrative leave. They get sit to basically do nothing, you know, in a process that can take years and years and years to do. So, you know. Is it like court cases? Is it because there's lawyers involved in that kind of thing? Yeah, some could be court cases. Some could just be, um, you know, administrators going through the whole process of their district, but. Yeah, it could take years for this this process and time equals money, right? So that could get really, really, it's a really expensive um, procedure. And a lot of admin, like I said earlier, are just kind of turning their head, I guess, opting out, which is a huge problem that we said we yes. talk about later. Yeah, but yeah, right, time and time. money, baby, time and money. Those are your two factors right there. Why it's so hard to remove a teacher. Yeah. New York, they said their average cost of removing a teacher is around 313,000. While in California, it's, it's more likely to be between 400 and 450,000. That's from the Washington post. 
It's pretty crazy. So it just has to do mostly with the idea of waiting around the waiting around process of doing the paperwork, mm-hmm. filing that, giving giving time for the union reps to yep. talk and, and you've got to go, and, you've got to uh, go through the process, you know, the, the legal process, you you've got to make sure you dot your I's and cross your T's. Yeah, well, if they, if they miss that initial, come on, if they miss that initial observation, which we know they do, right. <laughs> and they don't get that. Yeah. They don't get in there and do the, the proper observation at the appropriate time. Then they've lost the battle before they've even started. Yeah. You know, there's like, there's like not much you can do if you, if you haven't followed the rules is basically what it's saying. You know, if you, if you haven't gone through and met the timelines, then you got to start all over the next year. Well, well then, we saw yeah. we saw that happen. We've seen that happen yes. actually before the pale, the tra- the paper trail started and then the author of the paper trail, uh, you know, slacked a little bit and then it was like oh shit i didn't get this done in the timely fashion i was supposed to time to start over you know right. yeah we've we've actually seen that happen so there you go time that's and why money. it's so ugly yeah it's a lot of money what what are what are those what do the guys say that like the husbands it's cheaper to keep her <laughs> i've heard that it's cheaper to keep her. oh yeah it's like like the same thing almost it's cheaper to keep them almost crazy I was just going to say that, <laughs> that that's what it sounds like to me is like, oh, uh, well, you know, this, this bad better, marriage. Just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just make them, hey, we'll just make them so miserable. They want to quit. So to talk about tenure is to talk about why it's even here in the first place, right? So it's considered like an essential condition of making sure that we have independence and freedom from having to teach a political agenda or be controlled by judges or other kinds of groups that might try to influence what uh, teachers are doing. There's 46 states that receive, that actually do tenure between uh, one to five years on the job. And there's an estimated 2.3 million teachers in our country that currently have tenure. Now, people who are agreed with tenure, they argue that it protects teachers from being fired for personal and political reasons. And it prevents the firing of experienced teachers in order to hire less expensive teachers. But people who are opposed to tenure, their argument is that this job protection makes it really hard to remove those crummy teachers from uh, their positions. And as Jen was saying, it makes it really, really expensive. Um, so that that's one of the reasons why that um, the schools end up keeping those teachers. They also say that having tenure uh, causes teachers to be complacent and not to try to work harder, um, especially if they don't fear losing their jobs that they don't have to worry about what uh, their performance anymore. So on that note, um, what are some pros and cons that kind of go with that uh, whole piece of thinking there? Uh, so there is a website, teachertenure.procon.org, um, which has a lot of pros and cons. And man, you read through there and it's like, I can see so much of both, both sides. sides. Yeah. Pros, like we said, it protects the teacher for being fired for non-work-related reasons. 
And I'm going to have to say, yeah, I totally agree with that because as administrators change, um, I'm sure that there's been an administrator in my past who would have liked to have fired me. <laughs> you know, you just don't get along with all of them. Um, you know, but, but having tenure also lets you express those views, you know, when you disagree with them and you don't need to worry about them going, oh, you're fired because, you know, we disagree on what's best for kids and, you know, you want to teach evolution and I don't think you should, um, you know, stuff like, stuff like that. Or, or those, how about those teachers who want to speak up, but they're like, oh no, no, I can't say anything yet tenuous. because I, I don't We've have heard it. That, yes. I've heard that all the time. Yeah, I'm not uh, saying I was going to say, yeah. yeah, I was going to say something, but I don't have tenure, so I'm not going to say it. And um, I mean, well, you guys know, that's why I speak up at staff meetings so much because a lot of people will tell me stuff like that. Like, well, you know, like, can you say this for me? You're protected and I'm not. Exactly. And of course, I don't have any trouble doing that. And then the pro of keeping the districts from hiring less expensive teachers to replace more expensive teachers that are more costly. And we have experience with that also. Firsthand, yeah. Yeah, getting your master's degree. Yeah, don't finish that class until you get a job, till you get hired, then get your master's. Oh, crap. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Don't get that. Don't get that other degree. You're going to be over in the column. Mm -hmm. Make sure you have a job first. Yep. No. Isn't that funny? Because you would think you'd want the most highly educated people. You would think. But then you, you get you get chastised for it. But I have heard that. And that was like another reason why um, I never changed schools or changed districts because I'm too expensive yeah. to hire. I'd have to lose a lot of money and no one exactly. would hire me because of Well, that. you know, if they change that also, that would help solve this problem as well. If they let teachers move from district to district without losing all of their salary, and dropping down, what do they give you, like five years? So if you got Some give you eight, ex- but I think that's the max. Yeah. yeah, if you've got 15 years of experience, like you're not going to be able to go anywhere. You're stuck. You're stuck. We're all stuck. stuck. You're, you're stuck, stuck in your district because you are not going to be able to like match that salary. <laughs> so, <laughs> warning to all of you new teachers, if you don't like the school you're at within the Get first out. couple of years. Yes. Get yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Run for Get the chopper. Out. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and then uh, some administrators come in and they want to see, you know, you're going directly by the curriculum and other administrators are like, hey, I want to see you taking risk and trying new things, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, that kind of depends too. Yeah, I, I see that, but I can also see why people would be afraid to try something new in case it failed. And then they're getting an evaluation mm-hmm. from an administrator where here they were trying to be innovative. They were trying something new. Maybe it didn't work out. But then um, if you don't have tenure, why would you yeah, want why would to you try risk something it? Yeah. New? Right. Yeah. Right. So that's that's stifling creativity with, among um, teachers, especially I think I think that's especially important with new teachers. Because they're the ones that are going to be coming the in new with the ideas, new ideas, right? And, yeah. Yeah, I love those new ideas, man. Bring them on. Yeah. Right. And But are they going to want to try it? Or are they going to have to like, you know, lay low for a little while before they, you know, we, let's wait till they get cynical and don't want to do anything anymore <laughs> before we let them be in the <laughs> Right? But I mean, again, I've heard that with new teachers that I've worked with mm-hmm. as well. It's like, well, I kind of want to try this, but 
you know, what if it doesn't work and I don't have, you know, I don't have any tenure, like, you know, should I really try it? I'm always like, yeah, go for it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just go for it. But that's because of the environment that we work in too. Our school has always had a tight community of, you know, try something new and we're open to it. Um, now cons are, you know, making it difficult to remove underperforming teachers. Okay. Um, maybe. That's true it, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But Okay, it might be true, but do your fucking job to begin with. Okay, I mean seriously. Who's the, are you? You mean the yes. administrator doing their job? Yes. Okay, that would fix a lot of this entire no issue. No fucking kidding. You know, within the first couple of years, whether a teacher is going to be good or not. You know it. It doesn't matter if they know their curriculum, right? You can see how they interact with the kids, and you know whether they are going to be a good teacher or not. And if you don't get those initial evaluations in and do your job and you let it go, then you're doing a disservice to all of us. So, um, you know, I get it that it makes it difficult to get rid of people, but. But you have to admit though, not all, not all bad teachers show themselves before tenure is granted. So it could be, it could be a teacher who was doing fine for a while. And then all of a sudden, yeah, maybe something happens, something inappropriate happens or maybe their skills just, they get bored and they're not doing their job anymore. So now you're stuck with this person who really isn't, doesn't do their job well anymore. So I think that's where you get the beat, the pushback on um, tenure. Okay, but know? tenure doesn't say you can't remove an ineffective teacher. That's not what it says. It says you have a process to go through to get rid of an ineffective teacher. Now, and that process costs $450,000. Well, if the, well, maybe, maybe, yeah. Okay, I get that. I understand that that's the, the, the statistic, but I also know that there's a whole lot of administrators out there that are not getting those evaluations done on time and are not spending time in those new teachers' classrooms. And I get it. They've got way too much going on on their plates as well. We need more adults on campus. We need, well, we need more counselors, obviously. We need more teachers, obviously. We need more administrators, obviously. Because if they can get in there and observe teachers, right, that first part, then you can get rid of them before they have tenure and not go, oh shit, I missed a deadline. Now they have tenure. Um, I'm gonna send them to a different school. Yeah, yeah, right. Doesn't that seem to be like definitely one of the options? Well, we're gonna, oh, they're not working yeah. out here with us. So let's just transfer them over to this school. We've had that. Hello. Oh, a couple yeah. times. And we, yes, with teachers and admin, you're like, how the uh -huh. fuck does this person still have a job? <laughs> right? Yes, exactly. So, I mean, it happens with both. Um, so, well, maybe, maybe some of that then is not just administrators. Um, maybe the colleges that are putting out these crappy teachers should be held accountable too. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, I didn't learn shit in college about teaching. Sorry, but I did it. What a crock of shit. What a waste of time. I didn't learn anything about teaching until I actually got thrown to the wolves and had to do it. That's when I learned. And I had an amazing And I would think teacher. that most people would say that. You get bogus. And when you're in school, you get bogus, like, psychology stuff and sociology stuff that you're supposed to be able to use. They might teach you how to write a lesson plan, you know, or you use don't different use, methods. But yeah. 
but what they don't ever teach you enough of is discipline. And I think that's when you end up seeing the mm-hmm. crappy teachers. Yeah. That's what it's based on, right? Classroom management. Mm-hmm. Anybody can learn curriculum. It's not about that. Right, exactly. exactly. I, exactly. You can tell me that tomorrow I'm teaching math. I'm all, okay, give me the book. Let me study it right now. Okay, here I am. You know what I mean? Yeah, yep. it's not about 100%. curriculum. Anybody can learn something and teach it. It's it's your approach. It's your right. your student rapport. It's you know your your social emotional connection. It's all of it. It's all of that. It's not the curriculum, right? No, it's totally not the curriculum, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's that's hundred percent true. I agree with you. Yeah, I I mean yeah I to- yeah I think so too because like Jen said you can you can teach anything yeah. Right. It's, you right. know, whether you're effective or not, isn't whether you know the material or not. Um, so we're getting, we're getting teachers, you're ending up getting teachers that need to be taught basically how to teach. Right. And then the, the, the schools end up doing the teaching and then sometimes they're, they don't ever make it because they don't have mm-hmm. the skills. So maybe our teacher education programs need a good revamping there where a lot of that is not spent in a classroom where they're the student, but a lot more time is spent where they're in the classroom observing and they're in the classroom teaching. Mm-hmm. And it's not just with one master teacher. No, multiple. It's with multiple master I teachers. I got to go observe multiple right multiple teachers and I took a little bit from this teacher I said oh hell no I'm never fucking gonna do that oh I like what she did right and you make it your own that's the best that's the best experience you can get is to take that time to go and observe many different teachers different teaching styles different subjects even just the way they approach things yeah kind of like the medical field right where you do rotations yes you go you spend some time in each of those to before you pick the one that you want to you know major in or stay in right that's why i've always said though um that teaching the profession of teaching should be an apprenticeship Mm -hmm. that starts your freshman year of college and you're put in a classroom right off the bat as an observer and gradually then maybe as an instructional aide, and then as you know, while you're taking classes, doesn't mean you have to be in the classroom all day, but you do definitely should be spending more than just what six weeks in student. And, and I think it's important to it? to do all different. You should be in high school. You should be in elementary. Be in kindergarten. Yes. Get the snot. Go to junior high. Right? Because like me, I started off as an elementary teacher, and I got there, and I was like, "What the fuck was I thinking?" <laughs> and then I started subbing. I subbed a couple times in junior high. I was like, oh, hell yeah. This is where this is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I was made for. Not, you know, my Esther, my Esther, whatever. You know, <laughs> no, thank you. That's that's not my cup of tea. But I thought it was. I thought it was. I didn't know yeah. any better. I thought, oh yeah, I want to teach elementary. And then I was yeah, like, subbing, get me subbing out is of here. amazing. Yeah, I learned subbing a lot. Is amazing. Too. I learned I a lot subbing. Yep. Survival that's mode. Part of it too, yeah. right? Yep. I, I think. I think having better teacher preparation programs would do a lot for being able to not have so many teachers that need to be fired, mm-hmm. you know? So that's probably one thing that could be done mm-hmm. then, then your suggestion of uh, administrators needing to be in the classroom yeah. more, actually get to know the, the teachers from the beginning. Yeah. I, I think, what do you think then if there was maybe, you know, a, an administrator who was just in charge of teaching. I was thinking about that the other day. That's funny that you say that. I was wondering about that. Like, I mean, we have them for discipline. 
right? Right. That's we have I mean, them yeah. for the whole school. We have them for cool. curriculum. So would we have one for evaluations? Well, I was thinking like if you had um, a uh, an administrator who was in charge of teachers at a school. And so that could be like, not only like the teacher counselor, but somebody who would be able to get into the classrooms on a daily like a basis because they're not dealing with, they're not dealing with discipline. They're not dealing with, you know, other, um, other issues either. So, so we need like a climate culture mentor admin. Yeah. Well, it would be great yes. just to have another body if there was, you know, if, if there was, uh, you know, some kind of lesson I wanted to do, I'm like, Hey, can you come in my class on this day and help me with this presentation or with this part of this lesson or with this lab or whatever, that would be cool mm -hmm. too, you know, to have them, you know, somebody, I don't know. I, I think it, it definitely well, couldn't hurt. <laughs> I think it would do, a, it would go a long way to get over the adversary yes. kind of issue with where, where it's us against them. Right. You know, you have a, an administrator at your school now and whether or not your rapport is good with them, they're still yeah. your boss and you still feel somewhat obligated to in your relationship with them. Whereas if you had a administrator who was the teacher's administrator, that could be person could ask, act as not only a coach, you know, not only an evaluator, but a coach, mm -hmm. somebody who you could say, Hey, like you were just saying, Jen, I'm going to teach this lesson. I'm not really sure how to approach it. Can I go over it with mm -hmm. you before I yeah. teach it? And then can you come in and watch me teach it and then give me some yeah. pointers? You know, I, I don't, how many teachers feel comfortable asking their administrators to do that i had a couple other uh pros and cons to throw out okay, and then Chuck we, away. okay okay go go pros and cons pros More. and cons man pros well, and cons. Okay, so what do you what do you think about <laughs> the idea that tenure is a job attractant i don't know well there's not much job attractants <laughs> <laughs> Which is the point, That's right? Not very, There's already not like a whole that lot of did not attract me to be wanting to be a teacher. Yeah, not I at all. The name crossed my mind ever. I didn't. Like, I don't think maybe? I even really understood what that even was when I got hired. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. Whatever. I didn't either. Yeah. I had no idea either. I didn't understand it either. You're right. Do you think we need it? I. Okay, so what should we? What can, could we get rid of it? Are there enough laws that protect teachers from being fired? Um, you know, the unions there. I mean, do we really need tenure anymore? I don't know. That's my honest opinion. I don't know because I often get like what's covered with tenure and what's covered with union mixed up. Yeah, like, I don't. Am I I'm protected not, because yeah. of the union or am I protected? Because I'm with of Sharon tenure? on that. I, I honestly am not educated in the difference of what protects me. Is it the union or tenure in certain circumstances? Stasis. <laughs> I think I think the difference is before you have tenure, you can be let go without them having to tell you a reason. Why. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think after tenure, there has to be uh, reason and evidence. Cause. Yeah. Yeah. But what if you just got rid of the the before the, where they could just get rid of you without telling no, you? No, they need to keep that. That, that, that. No, that needs your to probation stay. period. That needs to stay. Yes. Really. But that, but then you wouldn't have to worry no, about it. it. You could. Stay. Why? Why? Because it just does. <laughs> <laughs> because I said so. <laughs> because like that whole that whole two year. Well, I mean, okay. What I was thinking is you extend it past two years, which that's why you were talking about 
the California Union fighting so much to change it to five years. I, I don't see a problem with five years. No, not no, at all. five years. Five years is fine with right. me. And if you extended it to five years, most teachers fucking quit before five years is up anyway. What, 44% yeah, of they teachers throw quit in the before, tail, right? before five years anyway? Five years? So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so who fucking cares? Give, it to, give, it, give them five years, let them feel it out. If they don't like it, they leave. If you don't like them, they make them leave. That, that I don't see a problem with is, at all. Is there a formal notification that you've been tenured? Because I don't ever remember no. anything like that. You just no, do the math you, in your head. You it's been three it. years. If, if you pass that, what is it? March 15th date of your second year and you aren't given your notice, then you're tenured. Hmm. It's March something. It's a little tenure party. Did you miss your party? It's my tenure party. Mm. <laughs> that makes sense though, Sharon, now that you say it that way. Like you're right. Cause you, you know, know, by that time, if you're, you're going to stay, bounce. if you're going to, we don't want to give tenure to people who have no intention on staying in the profession. Yeah, extend it. And if you're sticking in here at least five years, it's a pretty good chance that you're going to stick mm-hmm. it out longer. And you're right. By that time, some issues usually show yes. up. So that's true. I don't, Hey, if that comes up again, I'm voting it down. I'm going to say, no, yes. I, don't, I don't see a problem Mm-mm. with that. I was, I was really surprised about them spending so much money on that. It's like, you know what? We don't want bad teachers. Why do we? No, want bad we teachers? don't. We don't They're want pain in our ass too. They're a pain in the fucking ass. Mm-hmm. They're a pain in the fucking ass, and they give us all a really bad rap. Yeah, they do. They make our schools look bad. Whenever you read stuff, it's just like when you hear about bad cops. Mm-hmm. Then it's like everybody assumes it's yeah. all right. cops are bad. And when you hear about bad teachers, yeah, or it's teachers the same for any like, profession. Like, teachers yeah. are notorious. They're notorious for like you know, dating the, a student or something. And then, so now that is like, oh, all teachers are like that, you know, watch yeah. out for them. So um, yeah, it's not good. We don't want them here we either. Don't. But being difficult to remove a teacher doesn't mean you can't remove a teacher. If it's difficult to remove a teacher, then you need to follow the rules. And if you want if that, if you know that teacher doesn't belong there, no, it's that admin. Is, that is that. Yeah, that's an admin problem. That is not. Oh, she's got tenure, so you know, blah blah blah. No, that's an admin problem. There are there are definite steps that you can take in that situation. So I think if we were to sum this all up, I think our our, our takeaways are that we need more administrators, mm-hmm. maybe even an administrator of teachers or a teacher counselor, what do we call it? A teacher counselor. Coach. Coach. Yeah. Yeah. That would be good. Increasing the time it takes a person to get tenure to at least five years. I think five years is good. I think five years is good too. Cause like you said earlier in that first five years, you know, you're either going to, you know, jump ship or you're going to buckle down. You know, you're going to commit. I don't know. I don't know. I think five years is good too. Yeah, I think five years is good. And uh, I mean, I, I, it's hard to attract people to our profession. It is. And, and I mean, like Ann said, I don't know if it, if it really is like, hey, this is a pro to being a teacher. I'm not really sure that that ever registers on anybody's radar as they become a teacher. I, I really don't think it does. Um, Unless they're, unless they're thinking, oh, I could just have to be a good teacher for a couple of years and then I can totally slack yeah, off. I mean, who who thinks like, who, whose plan is that? Thinking. Come on. But I, but I don't know anybody whose plan is yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, what job can I bust my ass to make sure that I can keep it so that I can slack? <laughs>
and pay all kinds of yeah, college pay a tuition shit fees. Ton <laughs> of, uh, pay my student loans student until loans. the day I die. Yeah, and then ha- every couple years have to pay just to keep my credential, yeah, and then have to do that? all this other crap. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I, have to, I have to re I have to renew my credential, but I don't actually have to do anything to renew my credential. No, you just pay I just money. To, I just need to pay you money. Yeah, you just need money from me. More <laughs> money. Stupid. That yeah. is so it is dumb. Stupid. It's all dumb. They used to they used to yes. require you to do uh, educational yep. units. Yeah. But then it was like I think Sacramento got tired of getting all the paperwork and having to have, hire somebody to read it all and make sure it was real. So why don't we just get rid of that? Yeah. Boom. Stupid. Because <laughs> they have to get money. Gotta somehow. get my money. Oh, it's been a long day. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, um, luckily we all have tenure. So, um, so we can make a podcast. Yeah. So we can talk <laughs> shit about it. <laughs> Why do you want tenure? So I can finally talk shit. <laughs> it's all been worth Same, it. It's on my mind. Right. Yeah. Finally, uh, right? We should be able to. But, oh, wait, does that mean if you don't get tenure for five years, you have to be quiet? It shouldn't. I think. But it will. Yeah. And I think a lot of it, again, goes to your administration, what you do or do not feel comfortable saying, doing. Yeah. Yeah. I still like five years. <laughs> I'm sticking with that. <laughs> well, maybe it should be it's five years with union protection. In other words, you have to make some kind of thing where you can't just, they have to have some reason. They can't just let you go. I don't know. I think, yeah. I think, I, I think they should just be able to let you go. I do. I don't like your shoes. You're yeah. fired. I don't care. You've only been here a couple of years. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think you're going to fit in. You've only bought a house and right. had a child in the last five years. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> okay maybe maybe we'll okay maybe so we'll for, right, right, never mind we didn't we didn't figure out the answer to tenure all right <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to leave that so what's your answer to tenure do you have yeah, an answer you what's your yeah, what do you it? think are you tenure somebody tell us <laughs> do you have tenure do you think tenure is a good idea what should they do instead do teachers need protection from being fired or should they be handled like every other business where there is ne- not necessarily any protections that boss just lets you go if he needs to let you go? Do we need to go to that route? What is your thinking? Mm-hmm. Let us know. Because we've just spent, I don't know, what, 40 <laughs> minutes talking about it. And we have no idea. <laughs> and we've got We nowhere. went around in a circle. <laughs> we went around in a circle. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Which is pretty typical for me anyway. I kind of run in circles anyway. <laughs> Chase my tail. All right, ladies, thanks for hanging out with me again. And thanks for hanging out with us. If you have, uh, please, please go to transparencyandteaching.com. Look us up, leave us some comments. There's even a link there for you to leave us a voice comment so we can play your response yeah. on our next oh, podcast. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's a good idea, mm-hmm. huh? It is, I like yeah. it. Okay, well then go do that, everyone. And we'll talk to you next, next time. time when we have our next our next new exciting conversation. Bye. Bye. Bye.